All right. Well, good morning again. Let's jump right in. Today we're talking about a really big topic, and there's so much to think about in regards to leadership, both personally and professionally, when we talk about vision. So today as we as we focus on this, I'm going to touch on it from both a leadership personally and professionally. As a leader, vision is vital to effectively leading teams, but it's also vital to effectively leading your life. The foundation of vision is really seeing more than other people do and seeing it before they do. Essentially, that goes hand in hand with leadership, whether you're doing it for yourself and your family at home or whether you're doing it for a team in the workplace. So this is called more and before, and that whole idea is from John Maxwell. In fact, in his book, Developing the Leader Within You 2.0, which is fabulous, he has a chapter uh, devoted to vision, and he talks about this idea of more and before, seeing more than others do and seeing it before they do. So having a vision for your life overall and in each area of your life can be really beneficial to keep you on track. It can help you see what's ahead and help you anticipate what's coming and then be able to make decisions by filtering it through that vision. So there are several areas of your life that you can look at when, when you're thinking about vision. And I'm sure that Michelle has touched on these areas in regards to setting goals and having an overall um, holistic health when you're looking at your life. But these areas are spirituality, love relationships, career, finances, and your health. So keeping your vision, your overall vision in front of you, and then having smaller areas of vision in each of those um, sections of your life will help you filter all of your decisions in a way that keeps you on the right path. So here's the thing. Your vision doesn't have to be a 15-page dissertation with every single step detailed. In fact, sometimes it's just an overarching statement, and we only know the one next thing we can do in a particular area that we're focusing on. So when we look at vision professionally, the company vision is usually set by people that are in the C-suite, right? So if you're not in the C-suite, Sometimes you can feel like you didn't have a part in that. But if you're working for the company and your values align, you can still contribute to the vision by breaking it down according either to your department, to your team, or to your personal role. So you can adapt your vision at work to the company's vision to achieve goals. Now, in your personal life, your vision may be something like seeing the best in others, excuse me, seeing the best in others while giving your best every day. Um, and that's very simplistic, but you can apply that to all the areas that we talked about earlier. In fact, talking about simplistic visions, John Maxwell's vision is just to make a difference with others who are making a difference, period. And everything in his life is focused around that, both personally and professionally. And it may look different in all the different aspects of his life and it's different seasons of his life, the vision takes on 
different meanings and can lead him in different directions. But throughout his life, he has filtered all of his decisions through that vision. He designs his goals in all areas of his life around that central theme, and we can do that too. So how do you find your vision? Well, it needs to come from within you. This is a you and you thing. (laughs) If you're forcing it, then it's probably not your vision. If it doesn't feel right to you, it's probably not. Um, Your vision, once you have it, will bring out your passion. It will drive you. Uh, Author and teacher Simon Sinek, he would say, your vision is your why. And when your why is big enough, it pulls you in. So if you never develop a vision for your life, personally or professionally, then you kind of live in a way that is willy-nilly. So you could be following the crowd or doing what everybody else around you is doing or really functioning on autopilot. So it's really important as a leader to sit down and take some time and investigate this. How? Well, here are some ways. Here are some ways that you can help define your vision. Number one, think on it. Now, I know that sounds really simple, right? But I don't know how many of you sit down every day and take time to think. And sometimes that can be really hard. Sounds simple, not necessarily easy. But my dear friend, Michelle Burkhardt, who you all know and love, she said that she started with taking 10 minutes a day every morning. She would get up 10 minutes earlier and she would just devote that to thinking on a certain topic. And she did that for 30 days and saw a dramatic difference. And after 90 days, she had made some huge strides in areas of her life. So just taking some dedicated time to think on what you want your vision to be. Now, what should you think about when, when you're taking that time? Well, you can think about the things that fire you up, the things that, that you feel happiest when you're doing them. You can also think about things that keep you up at night, that are on your mind, things that feel heavy on your heart, things that make you cry, and then asking yourself why. Things that make you angry, get your blood boiling, and then asking yourself why. All of the answers to these questions are clues to your vision. Several years ago, I was in a study where the author of this book had us walk through finding our vision and passion. And the way that she did it was she had us do a timeline of our life, starting at our very earliest memory and talking about everything that we could recall in our life that caused us pain and hurt. And then she had us do another timeline of our life and list out every memory and every time we felt happy and then go back and highlight the highest levels of those feelings, the highest levels of pain and the highest levels of happiness. Because oftentimes our vision comes when those two areas in our life intersect. Carl Jung says, your vision will become clear only when you look into your heart. Who looks outside themselves? Dreams. But who looks inside? Awakens. So as I mentioned earlier, once you have the vision, a leader always needs to see more than others and before others. So one process 
to keeping on track with your vision is, uh, is one that Paul Martinelli talks about. If you're not familiar with Paul Martinelli, he is the president of the John Maxwell team. And uh, he had actually brought the idea of the team to John Maxwell and partnered with him to make it happen. So he has built many multi-million dollar companies. And if anybody has a strong vision, it's Paul. So here's what he says. The strategy is test, fail, learn, improve, and reenter. Okay, here's what each step looks like. Test. What does this mean? It means sharing your vision with some people that you trust. Now, it doesn't mean that everyone's going to be for you. It doesn't mean that everyone's going to see your vision. And it does require you to be uncomfortable, but it's worth it because you never know who will benefit from your vision and who will help you move it forward unless you talk about it. Number two, fail. Well, we all know that failure can provide us with learning opportunities, right? <laughs> because you can't really figure out what doesn't work until you figure out what does. And the only way to do that is to fail. So uh, Albert Einstein said that uh, failure is just another way of doing things. So when you look at it from a learning standpoint, failure just moves you forward. And that brings us to our next one, number three, learn. Reflecting on how you've done things, how they turned out, and then being willing to be teachable or coachable will allow you to grow and try again because failing doesn't make you a failure and learning from failure makes you a success. Number four, improve. Now, this is a daily focus for a vision-oriented leader. Are you improving every day? People follow what leaders do. And so as a leader, it's our responsibility to be an example of that, which means that we have to know our vision and ask ourselves every day, are we improving in this area? And then the last one, re-enter. So after you've tested, failed, learned, and improved, you apply what you've learned and get back in the game and get after it. The people that lead lives of significance in this world are the ones that just go the extra mile, the ones that are willing to do what most people aren't. Sometimes we are so close to our breakthrough and our goal and we give up. So I encourage you today not to give up. Learn from the, your failures, get back in the game, and get after it. Now, this process applies to life, both personally and professionally. All right, so I know we've covered a lot of information here, <laughs> but having a vision is truly vital to living out a meaningful life. Without a vision, you simply exist in this world. And I believe that we weren't created to just exist. We were made to thrive, use our gifts and talents, and make a difference. So I encourage you over this next week to take some time and think on the questions we talked about earlier. Dive into your vision, your dream, your why. I promise you it's worth it. Thank you so much for listening today. 
keep on leading well and living big. Have a fantastic day and a wonderful weekend. Until next time, goodbye.